Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Chris is here. Hi. Yeah. Chris is here. Dad's here. Good afternoon. Dad, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Um, what's up, guys? Everything good? Really quick before we get into it. We not since we last spoke, probably not. No? no? No, not much. Really since we last spoke. Um, Dad, I have headphones on and you're quite clearly chewing. What are you chewing on? I was chewing granola before the show started. Okay. You had a... a we watched. We had Marky's birthday party the other day here, um, and I have I have to put the video up of we were saying happy birthday, and she stopped everybody right at the right at the end to let us know that we didn't turn the lights off, and she was very upset about it. But it was fantastic. And I have was, the audio of that if you want. I have the, the I I got a I got a clip of it from Lauren, and it was really really good, and we have to put that up. But I watched you, Dad, explain, forget who it was, to someone the coffee machine upstairs. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I watched you then make an espresso. Mm-hmm. To double confirm this, you started drinking espresso when the, you got the machine here, right? No, Cause I, I, you know, you know, you ever know that to drink coffee? Not this like at random. work this or anything plan, for like but... to like wake up, and you know, anytime we travel, I've, I've, I think he's. I'm drinking it more frequently um, since we bought the machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't say that I have a cup a day, but I have a couple couple of cups a week mm-hmm. uh and i uh as you probably know what everybody doesn't know why would you even ask this question the side story is that i never drink coffee ever no that's why um, that's what brought me to the granola thing i never saw you granola also. i have never had a cup of dunkin donuts for example never had a cup of starbucks in my life i probably never will well you've had drinks from starbucks you've, you've ordered tea. drinks but oh, tons okay. and tons of iced tea yeah, I guess I've never ordered like a coffee with cream and sugar. I've never done that. Never even I've drank one. I've never done that. A regular like, coffee. I, I like when I, you I go do an espresso. That's about it. When you come downstairs from a hotel and there's like the coffee, like this help yourself coffee. Yeah, I wouldn't even know where to start. No, I don't do that either. I can remember the very first time I ever saw an espresso being made in my life. 
Was that like some kind of crazy invention or like you just mean like did it just struck you? I feel like this is going to be in Italy. In America, it just didn't happen. There was no real espresso here. Um, and I was in Italy. I was uh, 12. And um, I saw this giant machine making all kinds of noises. That was the first time I, I'll never forget it. To me, if the sugar doesn't sit on top of the espresso for a little bit, it's shit. See, I don't put sugar in the espresso. Well, then, then there's no way to do a test for you. It's kind of like determining if somebody was a witch back in, like, Salem. Mm. Like, if it, if it sinks, it's good, and you can drink it. If it doesn't sink, it's bad, but you're kind of still going to drink it. Either way, it sinks down to the bottom, hmm. you know? Hmm. So that was my um, that, that's I, I, my espresso take. I confess that I have several quirks that are unexplainable, um, and I'll, I'll list them for you very quickly if we're— I'll go. I'll talking go, about nothing. I'll go quirk for quirk. No, with you we have like. we have some questions, but no, please. I I, I don't want to cut the quirks <sighs> off. Okay, I could spend an hour in a so a store that sells hot pepper. I I'm fascinated by the labels. I'm fascinated by the different peppers that they use to make hot pepper. Um, the whole thing, and I I hate pepper. I I don't eat anything hot. Uh, anything a little bit more than a tiny bit spicy is of no interest to me. So what? What? what why would I like that? I I thoroughly enjoy going into a cigar store, especially in a foreign country. I love to look at Cuban cigars. I love to look at you know these these cigars that are supposed to be rare and exotic and expensive. I've never actually smoked a cigar in my life, so- and I. Can't even stand so, it. Window shopping to you is an, is a fine activity. You can window shop. You can go place to place and just say, "I'm never going to buy that," and that's okay. But I'm enjoying shopping. Yeah, it's not I mean, out of being I, cheap. I, it's just I like love, a, like you like I to look at shit, and not to buy. Go, it. I, I mean, I've spent hours and hours in distilleries and and um, and and, and um, wineries, and I'm fascinated by the process of making liquor and. and Making bourbon or making vodka, I, I, I want to go to Scotland to watch them make scotch. I don't drink. Do you, uh, I find that surprising because you feel like I feel like it would make you want to. Well, I think it makes you appreciate it to a point. Uh, like I never thing. drank bourbon until we went to a distillery, and I said, "Oh, I could appreciate bourbon where I never have before." Your, your mother and I went, and it, this is so bizarre. Um, your your mother and I went. We don't. We, I, she drinks way more than me. I mean, she will have a drink every day, one or two, one, one two, three drinks a day. Uh, especially when we go to dinner, she'll have a cocktail. Probably worth not. worth saying she's capable of not. Also, it's not a reliance. No, no, for anyone she's listening not, out not, at home. Uh, farthest thing from a yeah. loser. <laughs> she would consider herself to be a, a relatively a non-drinker. She says, "I don't drink." Whenever okay. you ask her the question, she's and a, then she follows a, it up with, "She's but I love a martini." I would say it's fair to categorize her as a non-drinker. Um, but a social drinker. She, she definitely is a, a social drinker. She'll have a cocktail or two, um, sometimes three, but definitely two uh, at, you, at a good dinner. Can you tell? Because I personally can't tell when mom's been drinking. I've never seen her. I've Unless, never seen her or be able to identify her drunk. I've seen a few moments where I'm like, "Oh, mom's been drinking," because she's very giggly. But I mean, I mean, a, a precious few. Like I can name probably three or four since, since that I've been alive. With me around, absolutely not. So, so the the story basically is, and this is one of the, one of the things that goes along with it. We go to Mardi Gras, right? And we're we're in New Orleans, and here's these two non-drinkers at Mardi Gras, 
and uh, we're we're walking around, and it's it's nuts. I mean, you know, if you get some advice, like to wear awful shoes, wear boots, make sure your boots are, you know, you don't care about your shoes, you know, because you will walk in slop and beer and puke. Yeah, you know, the, I, I I obviously never knew you guys went to, to Mardi, Gras, Mardi Gras. I never thought of it once as how... What are they doing there? Well, not, not even so much what are they doing there. Experiencing that sober has got to be... Because there's pretty much nothing... It's probably pretty fun. There's nothing more of an out-of-body experience if you're used to going out with your friends a lot and drinking than one time going and not drinking. Well, well also, like, Dad spent... You know, very little time that I know of, at least in like very in big party situations that you weren't working. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. So, absolutely. so, so sticky floor bars and like yeah. you know, you have you ever been to stands before a Yankee game? Um, I I I remember stands when I was a child, nine years so old. So you know nothing about like how it's like got a well, is sure. it stands with the roof or is it Billy's with the roof? Um, I think Billy's has the roof deck, but it's. But that's like a that to me is like not Mardi Gras at all, but it's a party atmosphere. It's packed. It's sticky floors. It smells like shit. Uh, getting yeah, a drink I, is impossible. I, I, I don't like it. So, mm-hmm. well, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to take you off. It's track not of my your story scene. though. But, I, but it's I'm just about stands. It's kind of wild to to think about you guys just there sober the whole time. But okay. so so anyway, uh, we're staying off of Canal at at the beautiful uh, uh, Ritz Carlton, and uh, walk walk easily walking distance to the to the action. And um, so we're walking around and, 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 and we're watching people basically be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, enormous people. We can, I, I'll provide images for you uh, that you can put up on, on uh, the Dear Albie uh, Instagram. I mean, an enormous man, 450 pounds. Um, as close to naked as you could possibly get and not get arrested with the words on his back and stomach, I work for sex. You know, stuff that's funny and, 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 and just bizarre. People painted, like, in every configuration, just, like, bizarre people. So if you like to watch people, it's a great place to go. So I say to her, you know, I don't get it. Um, what's everybody's drinking? These the hur- giant hurricanes, drink and hand grenades and hurricanes, right? Is yeah, that hurricanes, hand grenades. These drinks with giant tubes coming out of it. And I said, you know, wh- why don't we just let, let's just jump in? Let's just jump into that that world and 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 drink and get sick and throw up and do whatever the fuck everybody else does and and let's just go go for it. She goes, yeah, okay. Any other you know? family member you asked, you would have had a great time. <laughs> well, if you went to anyone else in your family, you would have been like, this was the right move. Well, I totally get it. That's actually, this is, you know. <laughs> she, she said, okay. She said, yeah, let's go. Mm. So we, we walk up to the next, you don't have to walk far. Five, every five steps, you can get a drink. We walk a foot or two, and there's a guy selling these big plastic glasses with little hand grenade images on the bottom, like these, it's like shaped like a hand grenade. But a really long tube coming out, and and we buy two hand grenades, and we're drinking. So what what's in that? Uh, a ton of sugar. Apparently, shit. so much chemical sugar that it's dangerous. So mm. so we um I'll look it up. We're it. walking about a block drinking the hand grenade, and I'm getting mild effects of uh, of a buzz because I don't drink. I get I get buzz very quick, 
And about five minutes after I take this drink, I have a headache that you can't even believe. So here we are on Fat Tuesday, heading heading into Fat Tuesday, uh, where we're walking around trying to be cool and fun, and um, I get a headache so bad I have to go back to my room. That's got to be sugar, right? Yeah, but that that comes from again not not drinking with the right people. Because I would say, Dad, you're not ready for a hand grenade right now. It's a lot of sugar. Well, I would never any <laughs> color. What we're going to do is get like three bottles of water in yeah, you, but you, then a hand grenade, then another three bottles of water. Yeah, but if you're doing that, I mean, you're going to get the the local flavor. I mean, if that's what they're selling, I mean, all right, it's vodka, rum, gin, and melon liqueur. That's horrible. But there's got to be a ton of like, well, a probably sugary, cutting it with juices and a sugary base, like a like a like a hurricane, like Pat O'Brien's hurricane. Is a famous mix, and I bought it for 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 work because every year, every three years, one of my clients would ask me to tailgate, uh, to actually do a tailgate at Giant Stadium. So I he wanted the hurricanes that are authentic. So we bought the hurricane mix, and we had authentic hurricanes before the game, uh, an elaborate New Orleans style menu. Which was a lot of fun, and he loved. I guess he loved lower New Orleans food. Anyway, we got blasted, like not drunk, legitimately drunk, but a headache so bad that we we went I went to bed. So about two hours after we're home sleeping, I said, "Listen, this is nuts." I said, "This is Mardi Gras. It's the last day. Um, we're gonna have to tough it up and 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 just go out and see what this is all about because we're here." In New Orleans on Mardi Gras, and and we're laying in our our rooms with a headache. This is insane. So we toughed it out. We went back out, and eventually the hurricane, the the uh, effects of eventually went away. My headache went away. So I went back out and got pickpocketed and <laughs> all that. It was really a great. It was a great time. Did I've mom, never felt the need to go to Mardi Gras. Mom get a buzz even on a party face. The headache kind of jacked it for both. I don't know. I think mom mom. Uh, was being nice and said, yeah, I'm, oh, God, I'm feeling a headache, too, or just went along with it. Well, if you're just buying them randomly, they're probably just trying to make sure they're using as, as little anything valuable as possible. So yeah, sour mix and juice and yeah. sugar. Sour, sugar, sour mix sugar. for sure. Um, the sugary mix that made the drink. Um, and and I did, that was kind of, um, that's my story. Do you but, guys uh, have, like, a favorite place, like, a specific place that you've never been? Like, to me, Carousel Bar in New Orleans is my favorite bar that I've never been to. It looks cool. I've seen that. I mean, I do like a place that you want to go to kind of thing. No, it's like also my favorite. Like I would tell someone to go there. Even like I, I feel like I've been. Even no, I'm I not really. I'm like, not. do you have a place that you feel close enough to, even though you've never been there? No, I don't think so. I, honestly, uh, I've been pretty much everywhere that I've really had a passion to go to. Um, and it's uh, I, there's a lot of places I still want to go to, but almost everywhere that I've ever really really wanted to go to or, or thought was amazing, I've been. That's pretty cool. Good for you. Yeah. You did that. Playboy Mansion was number one in this, on the list. It's up there. It was a good one. So we got that got that checked off. It was a good one. Uh, so we're going to get into some questions. It's a good, that's a good one, though. We, we Maybe should uh, that be that be fun to make a hand If we can get that on e- the E-Money show, or the other person, I, I feel like I could say E-Money pretty freely. He doesn't give a shit mm. what he, you know, if we say his name. but Or the other guy who's, who's now... Um, I don't know if he's like going under a surname. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. maybe I don't want to say his name, but like, uh, not that he's famous or anything, but you know. Um, and just to go over just the stories and, and kind of how much fun that was. The Playboy with, Mansion with stories. people that were there. The Playboy Mansion stories are, are pretty fun. We'll get that. That deserves its own episode. But we are going to bam. We got a question right now. We got a good one. 
that came in. DearAlbyMailbag at gmail.com and hit us up on Instagram through the DMs. Uh, we even got a couple of people leaving the voice notes. You know, it's got a lot of activity. Is this all because of Ashley's social media? She's doing some good stuff. She's cool. doing some good stuff. She uh, Was that the first Dear Albie she was on the other day? She or... said that like six times. I didn't believe it. I personally. didn't believe it either, but I guess it was. I guess it makes sense. Uh, anyway, Dear Albie. Hope you can help me with this bit of a strange situation. My boyfriend and I have been seeing each other for over a year and have recently discussed moving in together. When we discussed places to look at, he continued to send me apartments and linked to two bedrooms. I didn't think much of it at the time. I live with my parents now currently. That's awesome. In a suburb. He lives in the city. When I come to visit him in the city, I often sit with him. Nothing has ever been out of the ordinary or ever come up or anything strange happened while we were staying at his place. God bless you, sir. We got to get a cough button or a sneeze button. We do have it. Well, they do, but we have the other mics on anyway. It's it's never never been awkward or uncomfortable. I would say I do this every couple of weeks. And again, nothing about sleeping together has ever come up. When I asked him why he keeps continuing to send me two-bedroom apartments as they are much more expensive, in parentheses, we plan on spending the rent, he mentioned that he thinks it's best that we each have our own sleeping space. I was kind of taken aback by this and brought it up to my friends, and all of them have said the same thing. Everyone was kind of shocked that he brought this up, and we don't have any issues within our relationship as it is that would make me see this coming in the first place. So why are you creating... Do you think this is strange, and should I bring it up, and if so, how? Like I said, we've been looking for the last... I'm sorry. Like, like I said, we've been looking for the last couple of months now. Not super seriously, but we have decided this is a step we want to take. I'm not in some kind of rush to get into an apartment, but when I brought this up, it did kind of make me want to take a step back to the relationship in general. Am I looking too far into this, or is this something that you have, as guys have heard of? My girlfriends have not seemed to hear, hear, hear of this situation before. Claire. Here's where I've heard of it as a guy. When talking about our perfect living situation, we're talking about things like, wouldn't it be great if every now and then you could be like, you know what I'm going to do? Go in my other bed. I'm just going to go in my bed where I can make any bodily noises I want, or I could stretch my arms or stretch my legs, or maybe we're fighting. For a couple dollars more, let's say, I don't know what the rent is wherever they're looking, to me, I think that's the ultimate level of trust. He's not saying let's get two studios in the same building so I can have my own place. I'm sure he'll have plenty of times where you where you're in each other's beds and vice versa. But I personally, I would love to see that become a trend. I got because it. I think I would. I'm sorry, but I think it would save a lot of relationships. And I, if he was like, you know what, just a couple nights and just in my own room. I think there's a lot to unpack here. I got issues with just dropping it on her with the two-bedroom thing. Toe in the water. Um, I don't toe. think it's weird. That, the sentiment's not weird. That Okay, like saying that, right? I do know guy friends of mine that have done that, but I I know people that have like, like, oh, hey, I'm staying in the guest room. Like they didn't specifically say we're building a house and like, oh, hey, this is my room. Now, I don't know, and this kind of brings up in a way that's kind of interesting. Maybe they kind of, like, teed it up that way. Like, oh, hey, we should have a guest room. We're always going to have people over. And, oh, I just prefer sleeping in here. At least he's being honest well, about that, it, I that's, guess. My question would be, my follow-up would be, 
does he want his own space in case he needs his own space or does he want his own space so he could sleep in that room every single night? Or is it something like, no, like you just said, we have this other room. If there's ever a fight or if there's a guest, we have somebody, or if there's not a fight, if there's just a time where I'm like, listen, taco night, I'm going to be in my own bed and I'm doing you a favor. Like, well, in a way. So you don't even want a Lucy and Ricky situation with two beds in the uh, same room. I'd rather be in the same bed than a Lucy Ricky. Don't see the point of that. It's more just I would rather do my own room. I'm not saying that'd be my preference, but like if I had a house the size of our parents' house, I'd probably have my own room in it. Not to say I'd always be in there, but I would probably have my own room, like my own like if if shit goes down room. Do you think okay. it's strange? So, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, here's the strange part. Can I throw one last thing at you? Sure. Uh, I. Two big things on TV, same time, same night, maybe late night, you're in bed. Or let's say this. I want to watch tennis. I like tennis, right? And I usually it's usually on in a different part of the world. So I might have it on, and I'll go to sleep to it at like 1 o'clock morning. I might be watching you know, a tennis match that's like in wherever it might be. I shouldn't have to burden somebody with that. But I, might, need a bedroom for but that. I want to be in bed. Nah, that sucks. No, that's still good. So here's here's where the problem is. Number one, this guy is looking for an apartment, and the criteria is a second bedroom because he's thinking right up front that he needs another bedroom so that for the, a lot of the time he could be sleeping uh, in his own bed by himself. Um, now, frankly, that's a problem. If, if he was smart, if he was if had had any brains at all, okay, he'd be looking for a place kind of on the down low, quietly thinking about the spare room that could be the room, the man cave room where he puts a big TV. Well, he's got a room and a whole bunch of fun stuff. He he's got a he's got a place to live, which led me to my my other point. Like Maybe he has a place. To the live. the he he currently lives in an apartment. So why'd you just move in there? I guess because they, of this. She said, no, they this want makes to spend, a lot of sense. He wants to spend all of his awake moments with her. Why does it matter if he doesn't want to spend well, the sleep? What she's ones? saying is when she stays at his spot, like they, she said she lives in a suburb with her family. He lives in the city. Okay. Um, I imagine it's driving distance. Okay. When she's there, she stays at his place and nothing weird or uncomfortable in the sleeping habits have ever come up. Now she's saying we decided to move in together. And what was funny about it, as she was talking, right? I was saying to myself, okay, well, you're just going to move into his place. What are you doing? And maybe, or maybe there's issues with his place. Like maybe, oh, hey, we like a bigger bathroom. Yeah, I'll just assume that. Or that it's going to be closer is, to a worker. I want to move anyway. Not the best. But he's sending her links, and all the links are two bedrooms. He wants a nicer place because they're going to share the rent, well, maybe. I mean, a two bedroom, you would assume, is a nicer place. But when you're sharing the rent and saying two bedrooms, now you're basically like, are you friends? And you're saying this is roommates? Like that's, that's a little bit. Also, how many bathrooms is it? I are we talking bedrooms far. two and a half? Then that's a different conversation too. I want my own shower. I want my own thing without impeding on the guest room or the. You know what I mean? It's just I personally no. think I've heard this talked about in ways that's that's fictional. I've heard married friends say, "I'm not saying every night, but every now and then, I wouldn't mind just going down." And he doesn't have to verbalize that. What what he what he does is keeps it quiet, gets the extra room, if you will, if he could afford it, without going on record as saying it, and then because no girl wants to hear that. You know, well, what, what if I don't want to be in bed with you uh, every night? Uh, what if I want to be in my own room? What if I? No, no, no girl wants to hear that. And, and maybe not. Maybe coming from the reverse, no guy wants to hear that. No, do you want your girlfriend to say, 
Oh shit! I mean, like, I, sometimes I want to be by myself. I, I don't want to lay next to you. I promise you, I know someone that I've dated that would say that they'd prefer like a four nights a week in the same bed situation while in the same place, same apartment, I, I just same don't house. Don't like anybody that's not calculated. Four nights a week, I'd like to sleep, and I'm counting the days. Well, we slept three nights together. We'll do it tonight, and then tomorrow I'll do two days. Before. It's no. a little weird. I see it's, it's more it's of a Sunday stupid. recap. Oh, uh, you know what I realized? Well, Six days this I'll week tell you together. What, I I actually, you know, it's funny though, as the guy. Um, it's a little late in the relationship and all that other stuff for, for, for these things to be, to be coming up. We have the dog has invaded the studio. Um, uh, I thought for a long time I would end up in this situation because of the snoring. I thought I would be pushed into another room. Now I think the machine sleeping with the machine has had some impacts with that where, where I guess you don't hear it kind of a thing. Um, I don't do it all of the time. Sometimes I just you know fall asleep or forget or you take it off during the night or whatever it is because it's a hard thing to sleep with. But I thought that the snoring w- that would be unbearable for another human being to deal with and I might get forced into a different room. As a concept, I have to be honest with you, I don't hate it. I don't hate married couples, for example, or, or, or I mean, boyfriend and girlfriends sleeping in different rooms in the same apartment is to me just kind of a waste of money at that point. Like, what What are you doing? But I don't hate the idea if you want to have your own space. I, I think that's probably a modern thing that's come up. I don't know any of my friends that do that. But I know my friends that are like, you know, I sleep in room X for a while just because I find it more comfortable and she hates it down here, some random stuff like that. So, like, sometimes I'll sleep down here and she'll sleep up there. But as a specific, we're moving in together and I'm decorating my room and you're decorating yours, that I've never heard before. This is just one of the strangest generations to come around in just forever. You know, you, you people are just the strangest breed. It's you were born in 1960, right? You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. People yeah. are pretty, I mean, the 70s was pretty weird shit happening. No, nah, I, I, the 70s were, were pretty normal. I, I, I think that the people that were born in the new millennia, uh, millennium it, it, are just strange people. I mean, you're born after 2020, 2000. Um, you're weird. You, you are. You are. You're fucking weird. And, and I mean, who thinks of this shit? Who think? Who wants to get into this? All this minutia. Let's let's <laughs> let's ta- let's dabble in a little Christery. A little segue into Christery. If you pay attention when you go on tours of fabulous mansions, let's go to the Breakers in Rhode Island. Okay, Mrs. Vanderbilt had her own bedroom. Mr. Vanderbilt had his own bedroom. They did not sleep together every night. Bottom line. So it's not that different. Almost every great, wealthy, not great, I don't know if they they could be a piece of shit. It doesn't make make them great. But every super wealthy individual basically had their own bed. They had, in in the mansions, in the palaces, they did not, convent. there wasn't a convention that you, you slept together necessarily. So... Um, look, look into that. We can, but can, we can but cover can it I, on Christory. And it's not a bad one because I actually do think it's weird to have a construct like that, though. It matters who you sleep with because of who you've signed a life contract with. Like, you need to sleep in the same bed? Weird thing. I don't think that now. I think a lot of time it's appropriate. And most of the time it is. But I think it's weird that you have to do it. I also find dancing weird. So I understand there's a lot of things that I think are weird that other people think are normal. But I think it's strange to say to somebody, no, you need to sleep in the bed with that person. Because if they're like, no, for me to love this person the most I'm able to love them, 
when I'm not awake, I don't want to be near them. I don't think that's a huge ask. I think it's like, okay, I mean, when you're awake, you want to be around me, right? Like when you're totally present. Yeah, that works for me. We're together. We're going to eat together. We're going to watch TV. We're going to do this. We're going to watch a movie. We're going to have our days, our date night. But once you're asleep, I'm going to tiptoe to the other room so I could just sprawl out. Or like you That's said. That's not no. the same thing. It's not the same thing. When, when you're, when you're, when you're going to uh, go to bed and you say, okay, babe, good night. I'm going to my room. That's fucked. I'm sorry. No good. I, I feel like there's, um, there's something to just you know look to to be very specific about her when she's saying now she's thinking of the entire relationship a little bit differently um i don't necessarily blame her because of how this was brought up as a concept if someone's like hey i'm either a very light sleeper or this or that and i want to sleep by myself i think it's kind of the type of thing that like any relationship right you know, you have to consider what other people are are going through, but you're going to probably find that out from Jump Street. Like, you're probably never going to sleep there at all, which is, so, so you're going to go in knowing. So with her feeling a little bit differently about it, I don't necessarily blame her. Um, but, you know, I, I, I don't hear about it a lot, but at the same time, I don't, I don't... I'm not saying why is she wondering what's upset with him. I get what she's saying, too. I feel like I should throw that in. I see why most people disagree with me. Like, I understand that. Personally, I don't think I would be the person that says I need a second bedroom. I would entertain it. If put it this way, whatever happened to cuddling? Don't you want to cuddle? <sighs> don't cuddle, you want to cuddle? cuddle? We get all fucking day okay. to cuddle. I somebody. mean, it was just the best stuff. Like when you get to bed and you just like well, cuddle. You know, to be fair, I got news and for you. You fall asleep all you, cuddled up. You spend a lot of time away from each other, you and mom, giving yeah. me a, how much you work. Right? Yeah, yeah. There are work from home couples. All day I'm next to you. There are All completely day. different styles of relationships that, you know, could be like that. Like Chris Sam, work from home couples. Or frankly, couples that have every single at home moment from, you know, five something on together you know, and every weekend together are a little bit different. So I, I can understand some people being like, Hey, I need a like a, a, a defined space. How many hours of cuddling does someone need? I don't know how many hours we actually cuddled, but I only don't know because I passed out while cuddling. So, so people had body pillows. I did not need a body pillow. I had a Caroline. Oh, but the okay. no, nah, so we actually <laughs> were like be cuddled, like you know, but kind of hugging. You've never used a body pillow though. and fall asleep. Have you ever used a body pillow, Caroline Manzo? Uh, no, no, you got to use. Pillow. No, you got to use a real one. I I got a good. I mean, pillow I guess I I've tried a body pillow here and there, but 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 at the end of the day, it's it does not a body pillow does not be the perfect. See, I I, you know, I person um, for you. I I think that's gonna win a lot of hearts at this episode. Yeah, I and mean, I, you know, that was something. That's a cuddler, which is you know, look. Well, I, we I don't cuddle anymore because now we my can body throws you off too much heat, and we cuddle. <laughs> that was gonna be my that. You know. Shell is not a a fan of of being cuddled. She feels her like her. She, she gets like she just doesn't like that. Like her body gives off too much. She, she says, and she she gets up first. I I bought the I bought a bed fan. I saw that to it's, cool it's like off the whole bed so that I could cuddle, and we still don't cuddle. Wow! So, I would get in bed every night for thirty years. Okay, and and no matter what time it was, I would grab her like a bed pillow. And pull her in, you know, 
to the cuddle position and fall asleep cuddling. It was great. And now it's we're, we got too old for that. Yeah, well, so that's what I, the other thing I was going to say is a pillow's never going to be like, you're hot, go over there. Or like, you're snoring. I, I don't. I, go on your side. I, 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 I change I, my sleeping habits now. Now I sleep with a, with a headphone on, an iPod, an AirPod. Oh, I could never and, do that. And I, and I listen to uh, Dear Albie and I fall asleep. I, I, well, 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 me too. I, I don't well, know. I, yeah, I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> like, like, this is exactly what, what is it? Wait, <laughs> you sleep out? with an AirPod in? A- AirPod, yeah. Wow. Ow. What? Not, I, that what? is weird to you, me. You should, I, I, I mean, to me, like that's that's crazy. Why? Is that crazy? I, I, there's something I about it that really freaks there. me out. I'd be like worried about it. You, I'd be worried about it going into my ears. Like if I'm as, like like it just lives AirPods there now forever. Gonna, yeah, gonna go into my ears forever. forever. Not be able to come out. Let me explain to you that my I, I found my anxiety in my old age has been getting worse. So when we were in Jamaica, is that a generational thing to you? Anxiety is that a word that was around all the time? I know it's always been a word, but like it's thrown around the way it's used now. Absolutely not. And we saw a flying what they called a water bug. Okay, looked to me like a cockroach. Okay, <laughs> I don't know the answer to this, Mike. All right, <laughs> I couldn't sleep the rest of the night. You know why? I googled what it was to find out what it was. I talked about it very uh, at length, I believe, on the show when I had gotten back, and I read a story about a roach of some kind flying, laying eggs in a man's ear. <laughs> when I tell you I didn't sleep for the rest of the trip. Mm-mm. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. There are some things I do that are just are not manly at all. So if you put AirPods in both ears, like the bug can't get in. I mean, that's probably the best argument for sleeping with AirPods I've heard so far. There's, a, it just feels uncomfortable to me. Well, I mean, like, what do you sleep? They don't but, even stay in my yeah, ear but, when but I'm just like sleep, minding my own business. You sleep statement. on your back, face up. Yeah, I do. Now, oh, that's a, was that a mask style. thing? Yeah, that's a mask thing. Yeah, I understand that. What do you do? Um, no I, mask. I, I, so I, I could not. 
master the the sleep on my back thing. Um, I'm a side sleeper. I, I enjoy a side sleep, but I, I don't do it the mask. I, Can I, I, I've pretty much mastered the shape of the, the pillow has to be in, but you take a millimeter. It's like this loud sound that it wakes you right up, and it, it's that's not good. So I find myself kind of skipping the mask sometimes. Can I yeah. tell you what happened once to me that um, – or not once. I'm sorry. It happens all the time. I, I catch myself waking up. Um, kind of like with my legs crossed, like, but like this. I'm going to show you guys, and you can kind of. So you see the way I'm sitting. For those yeah. at home, so I'm he's sitting, sitting down, with his leg across his lap. Yeah, um, like the way you al- would, if, ankle on his knee. So I'll wake up. Imagine me, but my back right now to the bed, and my foot on the ground. I'll wake up like because I usually talk like this, or I wake up if maybe it's a dream or something. If I'm like somewhere in a chair, hmm. I wake up this way a lot, and it, it's not. It feels really uncomfortable when I get out of it. Like I don't know how long I've been that way. Interesting. It's really annoying. And the other day, uh, I meant to tell you something. You passed on a trait to me, Dad, apparently. That is, I think, one of the craziest traits you could possibly pass down, and I'm going to go to a doctor for it. I went sock, shoe, sock, shoe the other day by accident, and I I gasped audibly. I went, (gasps) and Mom said, what was that? I said, I just went sock, shoe, sock, shoe. Yeah, that's crazy. It goes sock, sock, shoe, shoe. Yeah, of course it does. But I caught myself doing it. I said, Mom, I, I I, I, I have a confession. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, but I don't do that every. She said every your day. dad does that. No, yeah, you're a monster. Really. Whenever I brought, I brought it up to mom, and, I, and she was like, "Your dad does it." I put on my socks. I put on my shoe. So you've never done sock shoes? Sock- I'm sure I by have. accident. That's I have, yes. absolutely. You're you're both monsters. That's why. No, I, I don't waste I stopped any myself. time. I'm admitting it. I don't waste any time thinking about it. The goal is to put both socks on and both shoes on. What the order is is irrelevant. There, there is a society thing to that, though. I feel like you're in the very small and minority. Then, both of you. I, this is either a great or a terrible podcast. I can't tell which because just random stuff about us. But I got called out for the way I tie my shoe the other day. Have you ever been called out for that? No. I was walking and someone goes, "Chris, your shoe is becoming untied." So there was nothing around me to sit on or grab. Um, and there, not, I wasn't like in a park, like 10 feet away from like a chair or a couch. But instead, I stood still and I lifted my leg kind of the way I just showed you, like up to my hands. And I tied my shoe on one foot and then I put my foot down. It changed the whole mood of where I was. Everybody was like, that's the craziest way to tie a shoe I've ever seen. And everybody had a line. I was like, what would you do if you were standing exactly where I am? And they all walked a few feet the other way. How do you set- tie your shoes? So I, I was standing. And someone pointed out they were, and now there's people. So here's my thing, and this comes from the Brownstone, and I think some other places too, and living in Hoboken. Whenever I usually expect someone to be not very far behind me walking, not like at home or anything, but it's just kind of a habit that, like, if I'm in the Brownstone kitchen, for instance, not a good idea to just stop what you're doing, right? To just stop, drop, and start tying your shoe. Right? Somebody might be carrying some food or plates, or it's just inconvenient. Uh, living in Hoboken, it was all side, you know, sidewalks, and there's not really many places to turn around. So I would like prop up against a mailbox or something, and I would tie my shoe Fair real enough. quick. Good. So I don't. My instinct isn't ever now to stop and and drop down and tie my shoe. I didn't realize that that's everyone else's instinct. So I try to more go to the side, and I'll just throw my shoe up to my hands and I'll tie it while I'm standing. Yeah, I got. I can do that. And um, I got it, it. I wasn't a party. It was like six people, but everybody was really thrown off by it. Mm. They were like, I've never seen that before, and then everyone recreated. Well, how do you, how do you tie your shoes when you're when you're when you first put your shoes on? Um, I'll just kind of I'll prop them on like a bench. Like I have a chest in my room, like a treasure chest. Like I, I throw my sh- foot up on my knee, like yeah. you did, and I tie my shoe. But besides that, it's about efficiency. Like if I got, I don't have time to waste. I'm throwing my shoe up. I'm tying. I'm walking. We but look they into don't. No I, one I, I, like this. Be a good little. Uh, a quick little. Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe do a little demonstration for the social. Um. 
but I do see how that, like you know you look like an ostrich when you're do- uh, not an ostrich a flamingo. Okay, a flamingo yeah, tie. that's a good way. To, yeah, picture um, a flamingo. That's what I do. The, we, uh, I, I, I want to. We're gonna cut this off, but I do want to get into one thing. That I, I don't want to skip over. Um, so that. Are you harboring uh, uh, some animosity towards mom for what seems like what I would call Cuddlegate? Like she's she's not into the cuddling anymore. Of course not. So so now what? You didn't take that personally. I whenever cuddling would have stopped, I would have taken it personally. Just because I'm not gradually stop. She 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 just she just I mean, you're too hot. I can't, can't yeah. Can't, next can't, thing you know, they weren't. Yeah. Next thing you know, they weren't. And you still you still you get over. It. I mean, mm. you know, you're you're married. 35 years or almost 40 years now. Yeah, but you know, it starts there. Next thing you know, you're you're getting different rooms. Uh, one of my closest older friends um, with the, with the um, same name as a, as a as one of the one of the billionaires. You, you all will catch yeah, up on that quickly. He's passed away now. Um, the, he he slept in a different room every night uh, than his wife, and they made love every Sunday. See, that to me is is way too planned. Way too weird. Way too planned. Every Sunday, day full ground. It's the Lord's Day. Anyway, dear, I'll be mailbag at gmail.com. We love you guys. We'll catch you later.